Real Talk, episode 56. I'm Todd. This is AJ. Yo. We already know. We're back. Better than ever. Yep. We're locked in here. <laughs> Help us. <laughs> yeah, a little, little levity for you in a time of seriousness. That's the right word? I don't need, I'm going to be honest with you. I have no idea what it means. I mean, see, why did you say that? It just means lighten the mood a little. That's cool. I think. Hey, mm, I learned hopefully. something. Hopefully. You know, after the revelation myself. thing, I, yeah, I, we know. I, don't, I don't trust myself with words. Hey, so. man. It's okay. I just make them up as I go. Anyway, um, English major. Uh, lost my train of thought. So, hey, we're really excited to be here, guys. You yes. Know, the next couple weeks, as we're all going to be here in Indiana anyway. That's right. We are, we know we have fans outside the other places. We are tonight, actually. That's right. We will be going into a travel, not a ban. Restriction. Restriction's better. Also, yeah. it's not really a lockdown. I feel like to you know in the in the sense of the word I think of, and I think yeah. people throwing that around creates a little panic sometimes. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, a lockdown is I walk out, I possibly get arrested. That's right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you know, we're just trying to flatten the curve, as they say. Nice. I've been paying attention. Like Relevant. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, in the meaning, we are trapped too. Uh, we're going to be trying to put a lot of content for you guys. We have a new show starting. We're really excited about. Oh, it's going to be so uh, fun. It really is. I'm excited uh, for it. Yeah, you know, we just, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but we do have a new show coming out this week, right? This week? Yeah. That's the plan. Week. So a lot of stuff coming out this week. We don't want to overwhelm you guys, but we do want to give you stuff to do while you're sitting around. Absolutely. So you have this Real Talk episode. We'll have uh, some stuff coming out throughout the week. I think right. the blooper reel might even come out. Yeah. One thing about the blooper reel, it is um, our old, That's really right. our first, what, uh, 15, 20 episodes? Yeah, it's pretty, it's it's definitely from the earlier episodes. Yeah, so that, that's kind of interesting. Also, to let everyone know, this is our first Real Talk web series, which will be both on our social media platforms as well as the podcast. So we want to say a hello to our podcast crowd out there. Hey, what up? Um, we've got some old ones on there, but when we mm-hmm. talk in those, we're always referencing the Facebook. So now we've got to be aware and let people know, hey, we are on all podcast formats now. Oh, it's crazy. Dude. You can it's find so us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. Spotify. Just look up Real Talk Web Series. Um, we started at some of our later episodes, I believe episode 40. Four, started at 40. Yeah, so now mm-hmm. we're 56. So we're going to try to update the new ones every week while... Slowly bringing, some, bringing the, uh, yeah, old bringing ones the other ones in. Well. in. Yep. So we're pretty, we're pretty, got a lot going on. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, so that's kind of where we're at. We hope you guys are doing great. This is a great opportunity for us to continue to interact and have community in a that's time right. when it's it's tough. So, yes, I think that's about it. Up above, you'll see two links. We need you. We're running out of questions. We've answered yes, we one thousand one hundred or so. It's crazy too. So you can join us up above. There's a link: www.the remnant.life slash real dash talk boom if you're on a podcast it won't be above but nope. we'll put it somewhere so go ahead and click that it'll shoot you into a form fillable box that you can ask an anonymous question yep and it'll go in there completely anonymously couldn't find you if we tried I promise we have yep even the guy that created it can't find you weird because I didn't trust him at first there's no control <laughs> yeah we know people are mean sometimes <laughs> So I think that's about it. One thing I want to mention at the beginning of this episode yeah, uh, that is important, I think, and we haven't done this before. Um, and I hope, guys, we want we know this is a tough time for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we want to do what we call, why am I calling it that? We, I'm trying to type as I talk here. Mm-hmm. I want to give an opportunity. If you're out there and you're listening in podcast land or you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, or whatever else, mm-hmm. um, we know that a lot of people are going through tough times, and we have what yep. we can call our compassion ministry. Uh, if you go to our website, www.theremnant.life, uh, you will find a button 
that says compassion. I'm actually going to check and see if it's slash compassion. If you click that, it's going to take you to what looks like an application sort of. Mm -hmm. Yep, there it is. So cool. it's www.theremnant.life slash compassion. If you're struggling or you're in need, whether that's financially, whether that's you need someone to talk to, you're struggling, maybe you're filled with anxiety. I don't know. There's something you need done. Um, if you know someone elderly who can't go out and travel right now at all or is afraid but they can't go grocery shopping, they need right. someone to do that, we want to help you, especially if you're in the area within a couple of hours of us. We want to step up and help in that area if mm. we can. Um, we know some people legitimately it's dangerous for them to go out right now or they that's can't right. go out. So www.theremnant.life slash compassion fill that out put as much info as you can and we'll get back to you within one month and then not month i'm sorry one week within the applications open all the time right? all the time all the time yeah. awesome uh, that's good and you know we don't share that information there's a small team that looks at that stuff so you don't need to feel embarrassed and again we don't promise to meet every need right you know that may not be possible um, but i can promise you this we we have helped people financially at times we have certainly helped people they need to talk or maybe, you know, again, you might need food delivered, something like that. We want to step yes. beside you and help you in that time. So www.theremnant.life slash compassion. Awesome. All right. Uh, I think that's about it. Awesome. So we like to start out real talk with how our weeks have been. That's right. And man, you're on it today. I'm liking it. It's the juice. Okay. I, this is not alcohol. That sounded like it could have been. What? Gin and juice. Oh, my, it's brain juice. Sorry. Yeah. Like, no free advertisements. Uh, that being said, how's your week been, man? Um, weird episode. <laughs> I'm actually going to take the blame for this one today. I think I've been weird. Really? Yeah, I think I have. Okay, I didn't think so. Anyway, <laughs> you're the normal one today. <laughs> so, so I, it's kind of been a roller coaster, and the reason why is you know obviously the hot topic. You know, it's funny because people are like, man, when something like this is happening in the world, you know, sometimes people say when you when you stop talking about that's when it gets better. But honestly, when you're when it's something like this, it's something that's never really happened before yeah. with the coronavirus. Like, yeah. And that's it kind of shapes your whole life right now currently in a way. I like the way you said that. I agree. Yes. It kind of shapes it. Like, everything. You know, yes. Ex ex exactly. Um, so I've been kind of on a roller coaster. You know, I, I have a, a part-time job at uh, the local shoe store. and uh, <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> Dang it. Um, so... Um, you know, it started off when all this was happening. They said, you know what? We're going to cut hours down to just, you know, manager and assistant manager. And I'm a what they consider a backup assistant manager. So I um, I started with no hours. And they're like, you know, just going to be those two. And then they actually said, hey, the CEO called us. Um, and they said, uh, they're going to try to give you and the other backup 10 hours. Which so, I thought was cool. Oh, absolutely. That was out. so cool. Shout out, yeah. by the way. Um, so, and that went for, I went back in for one shift. <laughs> And then that's when uh, the governor uh, decided to uh, shut down, you know, put the restriction laws in place, you know, starting, you know, at midnight. And uh, so there was a conference call yesterday. And they said, well, since this is happening, uh, they're actually shutting their doors to the public. So we're actually closed as a store. But the manager and assistant manager are still going to be working 40 and 30 hours to fill in. If people are still ordering online, filling out okay. orders, doing that kind of stuff. If there's any sort of shipment, taking the shipment, putting it out, whatever. Yeah. So I went from having no hours to having hours to no hours again. So that is just interesting how, you know, people are just so unsure right now. And, you know, people are just doing their best to adapt. You know, that's one thing they said on that call because I was, I was 
able to listen. And they said, you know, we're just kind of taking it day by day because it seems like, you know, almost every other day something different's happening and we're just doing our best. So, you know, just encouragement in a way because I can see people are trying to take this as serious as they can and really, you know, give people what they need, you know. And in a trying time like this, you know, it makes it makes me realize how how cool – you know, businesses can be, or, you know, just people mm. who have, you know, who have the ability to help, you know, that they're actually trying, you know, and that was just a small example for me that I got to see. So that was cool. Um, other than that, man, it's just been interesting. You know, this past Sunday, we got to do our first streaming service ever, which was very nerve wracking because technology can fail sometimes, yes, but, it uh, can. um, it held up pretty well, you know, and, uh, it was just super surreal to be a part of, you know, and even though, you know, there wasn't really anybody, in our sanctuaries, very, very small amount of people in mm-hmm. there. It felt like it was full, and that was super that's, cool. That's you powerful. Know, Holy Spirit's real, so um, just what a blessing. You know, God God sees our efforts, and, you know, when we give it to Him, He, he runs with it, so it's super cool to be part of. I really like that you brought up, yeah, I agree completely regarding service. I thought it went went great, and like you said, the other thing, it, it can be nerve-wracking because not only the technology aspect of right. it, technological, excuse me, but also the fact that people, <laughs> when you open yourself up to online, you're opening yourself up to the online community. You're opening yourself up to criticism. You're Absolutely. opening yourself up to hate. Um, yep. So, you know, we're just thank- thankful that we were able to hopefully give some people hope and encouragement. It yes. certainly looked that way. And it certainly encouraged me. And I like that you said that. We had another guy, um, production guy, Blake, said the same thing, that it was empty but felt full. Yes. Uh, Holy Spirit's real. So that's cool. Uh, I, th- I like what you said regarding... People are trying to do their best. Yes. And I think that's something that we need to keep in mind in these next couple of weeks is to give people grace a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, and I'm speaking to myself too. I try to, panic is is an interesting thing to me. Um, I've dealt with, I said this Sunday, you're starting to see the cracks in people a little bit. Yes. Um, in there, and it's going to start, start, start. It's going to start showing uh, all of our, honestly, I think it's going to show our weaknesses. It's going to show our character flaws. It's going to show the areas that, you know, are only that the, the, the paint of civility and the paint of society has covered, mm. right? It's easy to be unselfish That's right. when I don't really have to be unself, That's like really good, selfish, but now you, but when it's like, what if I can't get enough toilet paper? Mm-hmm. Then you start seeing if someone's really selfish or not, right? And, and, and yeah, some of you might get upset at that. Um, you know, one of the things that has really bothered me, but I'm going to come back to Grace. Yeah. Hold on. One of the things that's really bothered me over this that I've heard is, for instance, people can't get formula. Mm. When I hear that a mother cannot get, I keep envisioning, okay, so my sister was a single mom when she had her babies. And had two babies at one time would have been like three and one, okay? And when I think about her in a situation where she can't get formula um, because somebody took 15 cans, for instance, that bothers me to my core because it's such, particularly among Christians, but people in general. So let's look at Christians out there that might be doing that. It's just so inconsiderate, man. Yeah, and when you're doing that, first of all, showing your lack of faith. Absolutely. I, I constantly have referenced recently, it's come to my mind, there's a parable Jesus talks about about a rich man who says he's going to store all of his crops in, and just chill because he doesn't have to. And, you know, the story goes that the the Lord said, your life will be demanded to you this very day, you fool. 
you should have focused on storing treasure in heaven. And um, that's surreal. Yeah, I just I think Christians out there got we have got to remember one: do we trust God to get mm-hmm. us through? And two: what is it to leave a couple cans for the next person? That's right. That's just society, and that's the way it should be. So, being that being said, I feel like there's kind of two in my heart. I'll admit there's sort of two different kinds of thoughts. I kind of see two different types of people. There's the aggressive people who deal with panic who are like, I'm going to do, I'm going to, like I've heard of someone running and literally taking stuff from other people's cars. Man. And those kind of people sicken me, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then you have people who are panicking. I know some people in my life from our church who yeah. they'll never admit it. And that's the other thing. Guys, it's okay to admit you're panicking a little. I've had one person who said to me, I'm panicking a little. And I thought that was so cool well, yeah, because it- then we can like be there with each other, pray it out, talk it out. Yeah, a lot of people don't. You clearly see they are, but they won't say they're panicking. That's right. Anyway, there's other people that are panicking that it's like, man, we've got to be grace-filled towards them because it doesn't matter how old they are. At the end of the day, they're doing the best they can. And this is a scary time, and we're not all wired the same way. That's true. Which puts to me some weight on people that, you know, the leaders out there. Everybody says they're a leader. Well, leadership, according to the Bible, is carrying weight. We've talked about that. Serving. You know, let's say Scripture talks about even if that is your gift, are you using it to serve the church, to lead? You know, those of us out there that are leaders, are we taking this opportunity to carry weight for some of those those anxious, panicky people that maybe can't do that right now? Does that make sense? Yeah. And And making sure to stay calm and to stay, you know, yes, certainly you should have people that you share your... Worry right. with sure, but you can't do that with everyone. Mm-hmm. You know what if the president got on, came out there on the news and said, "I'm panicked. Everyone's gonna die," and then ran away. Right? Like, what would that do to America? <laughs> mass mass panic, man. And oh, I think yeah. that can go all the way to our families. If you're a father and a husband, and you come home and you're not panicked in front of your children, and your wife, are you really loving and leading them in that moment? You know, the same with a mother to her children. So, uh, but yeah, let's just continue to. Sorry, it's kind of an aside, but I just no, I, I want to continue it. to offer each other grace during this, and, absolutely, and and really love each other. But I like that the what you said. That's really powerful. I think everybody's doing the best they can. Yes, and like this is such a huge time for everybody to come together. You know, um, I think people. I like what you said about you know this is a time where you know the shell starts to crack because, and that's true. And honestly, even in times like this, people are still so prideful. Like you know, it's okay. Let the, in my opinion, just let the, let it fall off. Like, you know, with the people you trust, right? Like, mm, let them see good. that, you know, because what is, what does Christ tell us to do anyway? Carry each other's burdens. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, it, when I look at this, this is why I love, this is why I love God. This is why I love Jesus, because you can relate it to almost any situation ever. You know, he tells us to carry burdens, you know, and what a, what a, better time like there's no better time to do that like and it's so powerful yes yes because you really get a chance to Mm -hmm. be be the body to be jesus yes and like it makes me wonder because people always ask the questions of like why why would god do this why you know there's always a lesson in everything you know and i'm not saying i'm saying this is true but you know when you think of it that in that you know in that sense, there is a possibility that he's using this for people that need that. Hmm. They need to see, they need to see that. They need to see that process. They need to be able to break out of that shell that they put up for so long, you know. And because they used, they used the 
what you said earlier, what did you say? It was really good. Uh, they use the paint. Mm. They use the paint of today's society and, the, and just the, you know all that. When that gets taken away, you know how are you gonna how are you gonna react? Because it's so easy to hide behind that for so long. You know, are you gonna continue to keep painting, or are you just gonna put it down the brush mm. you know, and just let yourself go? <laughs> so that's really good, man. I love it. It reminds me actually. I thought of a verse that kind of goes with that. You know, Romans five says. <clears throat> um, Starting verse 3, not only that, he's talking about having hope before that. Not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions. Yes. Because we know that affliction produces endurance. Endurance produces proven character. I love that. It goes with the paint, right? We're going to, when you go through trials and stuff, it's going to strip away the paint Mm -hmm. to create character that's real and proven and stands the test of time. Mm. Produces and proven character and proven character produces hope. And I love this, guys, verse 5. This hope does not disappoint because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Man, there it is. Yeah, that's I just... It. Like, that's it, absolutely, man. Wow. That's, that's really good. Um, so I think... Uh, <clears throat> and then we go to first... This kind of just reminds me, man, First Peter, mm-hmm. a couple verses that go right along with, with this topic. Mm-hmm. And for those out there... Um, Maybe this is a, will be good for you to remember in the midst of all of this. If I can find it, then... <laughs> there we go. Uh-oh. Yeah, one seven. <clears throat> you rejoice in this. This is starting in verse 6. You rejoice in this, though now for a short time you have had to be distressed by various trials, so that the genuineness of your faith, more valuable than gold, which perishes, though refined, I'm sorry, refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Mm. Man. Um, man, and uh, and he goes on to say, "Your love, you love him, though you have not seen him, and though not seen him, you will believe in him and rejoice with inexpressible and glorious joy, because you're receiving the goal of your faith, which is the salvation of your souls." Man, that's so good, and that's so convicting. And it goes back to refine your faith. I love this idea, man. That these these moments, and you said it too. Like, okay. Honestly, I'm preaching to myself right now. Romans 5 says it's going to produce proven character, mm-hmm. something that's real. This is going to refine. It's going to burn that pain off. That's right, so refined that, by fire. That Jesus can can make us have, our faith will be real, mm-hmm. you know? So what a cool opportunity for us as believers. Yes. Um, you know, to do that. Absolutely. And to be different. And I like what you said, to have the opportunity to be what we're supposed to be. And um, man, does that make it not... Scary? No, it's scary. Absolutely. Does it make it... Do we know how this is going to end? Really? No. No. We don't. I was talking to someone yesterday. It kind of goes with what you just said. And, you know, we have a tendency sometimes to make decisions based on what's going to happen. So, well, if I am... If I forgive AJ, AJ might take that to mean he can keep doing it. Right. Like, just a quick example. Mm -hmm. So, what happens is they can't even... They don't do the right thing because they're afraid of what will happen after... How the other person will respond. What would it look like if you stopped worrying about the possibilities and you were faithful in every small decision? So, for instance, let's go to the toilet paper one formula. Okay, if I don't take all of these, I might run out. Mm -hmm. Okay, but what's faith? I'm going to take what I need, leave the rest, and trust God to handle everything after that. That's good. Does that make sense? Uh, I think we make a lot of decisions based on a future we can't control anyway. You're right. So I don't know. We 100% do. That's good, man. Man, that was awesome. Anyways. Good conversation. Absolutely. How has your week been? 
Honestly, we talked about a lot of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think that people don't believe me when I say this, and I don't, Lord, I'm not praying, like I'm not, don't test this anymore, but I, I'm this weird guy that when things like this happen, I become more calm. Mm-hmm. You know me. Like yes. that's probably, people have said that. You've even said it. Like, hey, oh, man, you seem pretty steady. Your leadership has been unbelievable well, this time. super encouraging, and thank you. I, but to me, I don't even think like that. It's just this odd thing where... I don't know why that is. <laughs> Sometimes I think it's because my mind is always so 100 different mm-hmm. things that when, lack of a better word, chaos happens, mm-hmm. it's it's able to uh, it's like, fill all like those slots. Flow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's also been pushing me to, I don't know, there's been some conviction in it. I've wasted a lot of time. You know, when things like this happen, you do start to look, you can't help it. You go, what would happen if society wasn't here? Mm-hmm. You know, what what have I put off? That I shouldn't have put off. That's good. That, to, that you know, tomorrow's not promised me. And then to that's me, right. that's been part of it. To me, is 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 that I have put off things. That's natural in, in my personal life. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't have because I was living in fear. Mm-hmm. And then you come into a situation where the choice is taken from you. Right. And then you go, "What was I doing?" Mm-hmm. And that's something I confess, man, to you and to everyone out there that I can do sometimes is I'm really good. Praise the Lord. I think I'm I one of my gifts, I guess, is leadership or whatever, what that looks, whatever that looks like. Yeah. And I can do it when it comes to big picture and vision and you know, problem solving and like, right. you know, even the idea of I didn't do it alone, we came together, but the idea of like, no, we'll just do a virtual service. This is what it looked like. Blah, right. blah. Like the and then we have people that actually have talent that help make that happen. But <laughs> but then when it comes to my own life, sometimes I lie to myself. And I think I said this a few weeks ago, that I will justify putting those things on the back burner. Because in my mind, it's for this greater good, which is true to a degree. Sure. But if I'm really honest, part of it is I also just don't want to deal with this stuff. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. This I, personal yep. stuff. 100%. So that's been something I've kind of been sure. wrestling with. Um, also, I had a, a cool moment with God yesterday where I had this realization. Man, I don't know how real to get on these sometimes. So the position I'm in, I... I'm actually leading things, right? Like mm-hmm. I used to, people have told me my whole life, Todd, you're a leader. I remember in like third grade, I my teacher in fancy teacher talk, I'll never forget it because I didn't know what it meant. She mm-hmm. goes, Todd is a good, is a great facilitator. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? You right. know, just a fancy word for like leader, leading, whatever. Mm-hmm. I never embraced it because I had so many insecurities. So God sort of broke through those in various ways. Now I'm in a position where I'm, you know, I need to carry weight for people and love people and lead. Um, but also I realized that something that I've spent a lot of time the last few months trying to get people to follow that leadership. Like, and I would get frustrated when they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, why aren't, why do they not respect me? Why are they, you know, you've heard me say it. Like, you know, I don't know how to put it into words. A lot of it. And what I realized, I think the Lord kind of revealed to me yesterday was, Todd, you have got to stop worrying about whether or not they're going to follow because your job is just to lead, mm. right? And so I, I was in a, I had a counselor one time who was talking about the idea of being a prophet and, you know, in general. And he's like, Todd, you probably have that gift to a degree, right? I was at a, a counselor getting counseling right. issues. But he said, here's the deal. When you're when you're operating out of the spirit and doing the right thing, and you're centered as a person, this is a prophet. You know, you you share that information. You're a counselor. You're you're a 
and that's good. But you, you let go of the outcome. What happens when a prophet tells what should happen and then tries to force the outcome? You become a dictator. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he went on to say, Todd, you're, he used this idea of a justice. You mm-hmm. know, you stand up for things that are right or whatever. And he said, that's good. It's a passionate thing. Mother Teresa was a justice, but he also said Hitler was. Right. Uh, so um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those things that I think... Um, you know, we just need to be aware of and knowing that it also is when I do that, I'm starting to care more about what other people think than what God thinks. And also, I think I should say this just for everyone to know, when I talk about a prophet, I'm talking about in the biblical gifting terms, prophets, not someone that tells the future, you know, it, it happened back then, but it's typically when we talk about that gift, we're talking about someone that's sort of one of those people that call people to repent and return to God, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's all it is. So right. I don't want you guys thinking I'm yeah. out here telling the future or seeing visions. because yeah, fortune teller. I'm not at all. So, <laughs> yeah, man, I think that overall that it was a cool moment for me to repent, but also, you know, in his loving way, it was a cool way for him to encourage me not to carry weight that wasn't mine to carry. Absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah, man, makes sense to me. Technological difficulties, if you guys noticed that, we had a little blip there. That's right. We may have moved slightly as well, right in the middle. <laughs> if you're a podcast, you have no idea what we're talking about, but nope. <laughs> uh, you probably no- noticed an awkward little exchange there. So, I guess that leads us to our next part, where we answer some questions. That's right. I'm excited. We got some. Uh, quick reminder to you out there, even on the podcast land, we hope, we're really excited to kind of get to reach a broader audience. Absolutely. It's exciting. So, hey, one of the things we'll tell you here at Real Talk is as long as you're a person that's willing to hear the answers and really chop it up, we're, we know we have atheists that follow our show, interact with us. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, we, you know, so we cool. count them as friends too. Um, so you can answer any kind of, it doesn't have to just be questions about the Bible, though certainly we get those. It mm-hmm. can be uh, advice. It can just be topics. That's right. And it can even be questions about you and me. We're open to mm-hmm. that. Or our church, like what we do, we kind of do things differently. Oh, yeah. Real Talk's a, really a ministry or show that was that is uh supported by our church absolutely so you know go ahead it's just about you know just a broad it's just a conversation you know getting to know us better getting to know you better by your questions asked you know so pretty neat join the conversation hey let's do it (laughs) um so we got uh we got well who's your favorite person on the production team who is my favorite person on the production team? This is such a mean question. We've gotten this before, by the way. <sighs> such a mean question because then I feel like I have to pick a favorite and then whoever is not the favorite is going to be mad at me. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I know the answer. We've talked about it. They're all our favorite. Mm. They're all our favorite. We love I them love all of them equally. Yeah. Couldn't do it they all. They all put in their own little work and you yeah, know, they're yeah. all valued. They are really pushing us, by the way, just so we, we can let the cat out of the bag. They're like, you know what would be cool? We did a show with just the production guys without you two. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to ask them, they want to get rid of us. That's right. Yeah, they're trying and to take ass- us over. And, I, and then they started talking. I was like, essentially what you're saying is you want to do real talk, but replace us. That's what you actually want to do. So, uh, yeah, shout out to intern Clint, uh, production guy Blake, and fun guy Austin. Absolutely. Yeah, he's man. slowly becoming a little more fun lately. Yeah, so the moniker is real. <laughs> it used to be. So, no, he's coming around. He's coming around. We're excited. He went through his. He went through his. Uh, his season of 
not fun. So yeah. All right. Well, you know what? Here we go, my friend. Oh, we go. We're gonna do accents. Hey, all right. Here we can do. Here we go. If this was on the podcast and this year, that'll be hilarious. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's gonna be on there. So. All right. So next, I see jokes about canceling sports, making men pay attention to their surroundings slash significant others, etc. Do you think this is true? As men, how do you guys feel about these jokes? Um, I definitely think there's some truth in it. Um, you know, we tend, uh, you know, mo- it's more common in men, but also just in society, you know, women too. You know, we can make, when you think about sports, the idea of sports, you go, you know, you buy merchandise for this for this team. You go, you spend your money, you go watch them. Uh, what are you doing? You know, we've mentioned this before. In, in, in a sense, it can almost be worshiping this team, right? You know, it's very easy to make a sports team or even just an athlete a god. And, you know, it's very easy to make them an idol. And uh, when something like that is, is as important as it is can, is taken away, um, yeah, I think, you know, we naturally as humans tend to find other avenues to pay attention to. Um, and in that sense, you know, yeah, there's definitely truth to it. You know, you got the guys, you know, this and this is a um I think of American Dad, not the cartoon, but like when <laughs> when you think of like the American Dad, right? You know, they go to work, they come home, you know, they eat their dinner and they watch their ESPN, you know, or whatever it is, you know. That's that tends to be the the mold a lot of the time. Yeah. And uh how do I feel about it? Um I mean, I get it to an extent because I think there's some truth in it. Um it makes me slightly ashamed of men <laughs> because we, uh, mm. you know, something that's so, ah, what's the word looking for? Something that is so just, I don't know, man. When I think of a godly man, you know, we're supposed to put God above everything. And I'm not saying we're not, per- I'm, not I'm not saying I'm perfect myself, but, you know, something is, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a dis- like, I think it's a cool, listen, it doesn't offend me because unfortunately, right. I know. My buddies are guys, and sure. I, you and I both know. I can think of a guy right now that comes to mind. That guy only talks about sports, right? And I guarantee we're thinking about the same oh, guy. Yeah. You know, if he's not showing us something, he's talking about he. That is his only way of connection, right? So now, uh, I think it takes some of those idols and those distractions away. You know, idols in the sense of just things that we put all our time and attention to. So right. it doesn't offend me. And, I, and truthfully, I even made a joke about it in the message Sunday. That's. That happens. There are guys checking their fantasy football scores, their fantasy the baseball in the mm-hmm. middle of service and stuff. So I think it's kind of forcing guys to – it's going to give them opportunities to man up a little bit. Absolutely. And to enter into their marriages and to enter into situ- – like, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. They sell their video games, but whatever, right? Agreed. And, yeah, I'm not offended either. Like, I think, I think it's a great challenge. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like I said, I'm more ashamed than I am offended. Like mm. – in a sense, like like I said, there's truth in it. Like, man, we just got to be better. So. Awesome. Yeah, it doesn't offend me. What do you guys think? Does it offend you? Mm-hmm. Are you, if you're watching this, are you one of the people that, if you're honest, sports has taken up a lot of your time and now you realize how much time it took up? Mm, you know, stuff like good. that. All right. You want to go ahead and read this one? 1107. That way we can go back and forth. 1107. Here we are. All right. Question is. What's the point of being circumcised? New Testament and Old Testament talks about a child being circumcised. Is it important? Uh, so circumcision is mentioned all the time, uh, particularly in the New Testament. This confuses people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, when Paul talks about it, he was referencing the difference between Jews and non-Jews because Jewish mm-hmm. people were circumcised. The rest of the people weren't really. 
Hmm. So in the Old Testament, God called um, the Israelites to circumcise themselves as an outward sign of their obedience to him. It separated them physically from the pagan cultures around them, from the people that didn't worship the true God. It was sort of like, for lack of a better word, a tattoo that says, a reminder that you're different. You're set apart. Um, so, and it was a reminder of, you know, their uh, covenant with God. Right. So you did it to your children as a sign that we are set apart, you know, for lack of a better word. Right. When Paul talks about it, people are going to, you know, he says 100% circumcision and uncircumcision has nothing to do with your salvation. Mm. So in the New Testament, that wasn't needed anymore because Paul, Jesus, they talk about the idea of being circumcised in your heart. Your heart is changed, right, right, and new. So that is different. So circumcision nowadays, um, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, has no need. People might point to, there's no need for it. So people might point to Paul had Timothy, who was half Jewish, get circumcised. But he had him do that, not because he needed to, but because at the time, Jewish people wouldn't listen to him Uh, because they're like, well, you're not one of us. And he said, like Paul said, I become all things to all people for the good of the gospel. Mm. So he was, he's like, Timothy, you need to do this so they'll listen to you. So that's why he did it. We right. don't need to do that. Nowadays, nobody cares whether or not. We don't even talk about it, right. whether you're circumcised or uncircumcised. So um, from a social standpoint now, we're guys. I know I know for a fact I've talked to parents who have circumcised their sons because they don't want them to – because it sort of became part of Western culture right? Uh, to circumcise yes. males. Um, so they'll do it so that they fit in the locker room. I've heard parents uh, say that. Uh, yeah. like, uh, But, you know – that's a personal decision. I know some people say there's health benefits. That's debated. In fact, there there are just as many or more that say it's cruel to do it, um, that it affects your child, you know, your the adult male's ability to feel pleasure to full extent, you know, all mm-hmm. those kinds of things. So right. uh, I think it's one of those things, you know, you talk to your doctor about, but as far as spiritually, you know, if you have health questions, talk to your doctor. Sure. Spiritually, from a Christian standpoint, um, there's it has nothing to do with your standing with God. Right. Does that answer the question, yep. you think? Yeah, I absolutely agree. That's okay. good stuff. All right, moving on. Awesome. Uh, I feel like it's unfair. I, I happen to see this, so I opened the Bible. Mm-hmm. I read Hebrews 12 the other day. I was struck by the verses 12 to 13. How do you make level paths for your feet in order to be healed? Mm-hmm. So really in, in 12, so everyone understands, we like to talk about context. It's really important right. when you're reading Scripture to read a, a verse or verses in the context of the entire chapter, and then within the context of the entire book, and then within the context of the entire Bible, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you that's how people pull out stuff, and it sounds crazy, and they're like, this mm-hmm. says to kill everyone, you know, right, whatever. Right. Um, so in chapter 12, the writer is talking about, listen, um, I know that you're going through tough times. It's calling yeah. believers to, to, this is so weird to ask this question, uh, to have endurance, to you've got to stay strong, you know. Yeah. You've got to stay strong. Then he goes on to say, um, "Don't grow f- for he, he." Man, excuse me. Verse three says, "For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, meaning Jesus, so that you won't grow weary and lose heart. Look to Jesus, so you won't grow weary. Mm. And struggling against your sh- sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Meaning, we've talked about this. Some people are like I, I battled lust, and they what they really did was wait five minutes. Like they didn't mm-hmm. really battle it. Right. Um, and then he goes on to talk about sometimes." So there's things that happen that are tough in this world, and then there's right. things the Lord disciplines those He loves sometimes, right? Yeah. yeah. And He said, look at this as discipline, that God is dealing with you as sons. And then He goes on and on. And then all of a sudden He says, 
No discipline seems enjoyable at the time, but painful later on. However, it yields the fruit of peace and righteousness to those who have been trained by it. Mm. Like, it's kind of a cool thing. He is, like, 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 podcast people are going to be super annoyed by that. It's going to make us be better. That's true, actually. Um, Public speaking. He is saying, you know, in this tough, in these tough times, view it as God allowing it to happen to make you better and stronger. And, uh, you know, as a father to a son. And then he says, therefore, verse 12, strengthen your tired hands and weaken knees and make straight paths for your feet. So that which is lame may not be dislocated, but healed instead. Um, so that sounds, oh, what are they talking about? Healing? Well, here, remember, he's talking about, um, in this analogy, mm-hmm. strengthen your tired hands and weaken knees. Listen, I know you're tired. Life is hard right now. That's right. Following Jesus has been hard. You need to... Take some strength. Get your legs ready. You know, stand up. Hmm. Make straight paths for your feet. Don't don't do things that are going to make it harder for you to follow him. That's really good, man. So that what is lame may not be dislocated, but healed instead. So that this this discipline, so this thing that's hindering you, maybe it's a sin issue. Right. You know, do everything you need to do so that um, it won't be further injured, but instead will become strength and will be healed. Does that make sense? Yep. That Hope that makes sense, sense to you guys. Great question. Absolutely. It's a so how do you make a uh, straight pass? It means do what God said to do. Mm, right? Good. It says in other places in the Bible, it says those who follow God um, are following a straight path, essentially. That's right. So, you know, are you in prayer? Are you in the Word? Are you in... Don't make it harder on yourself to do what God told you yes, to do. Yes, that's good. It reminds me of, you know, how he tells us to you know run the race, you know. Yes, and, that's good. You know, why make the race harder on yourself, you know, by putting all these turns and... Yeah, that's so good. What, what was, I was going to say something... Kind of funny. What was it? <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. it it's did you hear that laugh? I pulled an AJ laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I did. Did you hear that? Yeah, you did. Anybody that knows you going to go, huh? And then I did it immediately. After. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, dang, what was I going to say? Turns, and for some reason I was going to say flippy floppies, which is so ridiculous because I feel like that wasn't the original term. Flippy floppies? Yes, because that's no. literally like flip-flops, but I don't know why I was... I don't know, man. Either way. Moving on. So, <laughs> real talk. Um, last one. What encouragement do you have for people who might be struggling with being slash feeling lo- alone in this time? That's a great Ooh, question. That's a great question. Especially as, as here in Indiana, we get ready to head into that travel restriction and mm-hmm. I know other places in the country um, are already doing it. You know, one thing that we've really been pushing since all this has been happening is just take heart, take hope, you know. Um, <laughs> I pumped my fist for those in the pockets. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> so, yes, during this time, like, what a great time to celebrate, mm. you know, rejoice. and um, Celebrate remember, good times. I, absolutely. Come on. Celebrate. <laughs> celebrate together as a team. <laughs> Shout out to Kirk. Um, <laughs> Cousins. That's right. Um, Captain. So... <laughs> Fall off the rails. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Real talk. Um, Yeah, man. Just what a great time to celebrate, you know, Christ and just, you know, show the world, even though they can't see, man, you know, this Holy Spirit is real. And I remember one of the first times I ever understood, like, what the Holy Spirit was kind of like was when you explain when someone walks in a room and you, you can smell Jesus. You know, when you are all celebrating, even in a time like this where, you know, you have to be, you know, restricted to your home or whatever it may be, you know. When, you, when we're all doing that as a body, people can feel that. Mm. You know, it talks about, you know, when you're 
when you're living life as you should, people can you know feel that light. Believers can feel that light, and the ones who aren't believers, they if they feels off, and what but what they're realizing is something is missing inside of them, which is that hope put inside Christ, putting mm. inside God, right? So, um, together, you know, as a body, as the church or the capital C, you know, if we band together in this time, even if we can't all be together, mm. you know, and we we celebrate, people are gonna feel that, and I think it's gonna bring hope to people even if they don't believe because their the handprint is still there and they'll feel it that's so powerful man i like that band together even if you can't be together that's mm-hmm. good uh yeah i would say that i would say take advantage of the time that we live in with technology you can always call people you can facetime you absolutely can, uh zoom that's the new thing man have Ooh. a zoom meeting okay. group chat together yeah you can't I'm, but you can do all that stuff right hey get on and watch web series online or interact yes. with people on live things they're called so real talk <laughs> yeah um yeah take advantage of that i encourage you to do that i like what he said you know spend time doing things that you haven't got the chance to do in a long time but as far as actual loneliness you've got to put we all so many of us struggle with the idea that we are a burden to people That's that people true. don't want to hear from us they don't want to talk to us and honestly if we all felt that way we would all be lonely so you know those moments you feel that weight of they don't want to hear from me that's what's preventing you from calling maybe they're sitting at home thinking the same thing Ooh, that's so, you know, so good pick up the phone call your friend shoot a text zoom facetime all those kinds of things are great opportunities to uh, yeah to get out there and not be alone and not feel alone mm-hmm. the other thing i like to do sometimes it's going to sound weird even if let's say i'm in a situation where i have to be alone is first of all before I say this, God is always with you, and there is something to talk to Amen. me. You're never truly alone. Yeah. The other thing is go for a walk. We're allowed to go for walks still. Go out there and get some fresh air and mm. exercise and get some of those endorphins. Hey. I don't know why I said it get that way. Get the endorphins pumping. <laughs> Pump away. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, that's what that's my advice. But you yeah. know what? I mean, listen, if you can find, you know, a web series that is on on social media, yeah, maybe man. that goes live on Thursdays at 9. Yeah. You could try to go watch it. Maybe you can. You know what? It's I just realized something. What's that? Our show goes on. At we nine. go live on nine o'clock at nine o'clock on Thursdays. What? Isn't that weird? Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard. I'll be there. Yeah. All right. You guys can join us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Great questions today. Great Absolutely. conversation. Yes. Did we cut out about five minutes of deep talk that happened because of technological difficulty? Yeah. See if you can find out where it happened. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do my Easter best to cover it up. Yeah. Easter eggs. Nice. So uh, we should start doing that. Interesting. I'm gonna be curious about the podcast. The people that are coming in, I'm like, what is this? Yeah, it's gonna help us. Speaking of, if you're a viewer, we mentioned this real quick here at the end. Mm-hmm. A lot of our our there's my southern. Arr. A lot of our social media, the, the people that watch this on video, Facebook, YouTube, um, they have shared that they really wanted this to be on podcasts That's when right. driving. So, guys, listen. I know we mentioned it before, but we are on every podcast forum now, including yes. iTunes, Spotify. Real Talk web series, type it in. You'll see us. Do us a favor, folks, truly, those of you that are fans particularly. um, Would you take a moment? We've been told by these platforms as well as other people that in order for us to reach other people, we need reviews. Yes. And the more in-depth the review, the better. So if you could leave us a five-star, hopefully. um, I got to do it that way. (laughs) If you could leave us a good review on whatever your podcast form is and just actually say something about what you like about it. We'd really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And please also, for the podcast, um, since we're new to the whole podcast, uh, since we're new to the whole podcast world, um, 
Uh, please leave about at least 24 hours for a new episode to come sure. on because I think it takes a minute for the all the different platforms to kind of process it and go through. So sure. even if something's put out, say, today for the web series in video form, it may take a you know a day yeah. for the podcast to be out. So That's why you got to subscribe to it on boom, your podcast. Subscribe. Yeah. So you'll get updated. I know people have already done that, which is really cool. We already awesome. have five five episodes up. Yes. All right. You got anything you want to say, man? Close up? Uh, sure. Thank you guys so much for uh, just tuning in, uh, whether that's from YouTube, Facebook, uh, any podcast platform. We really appreciate you guys' support. Um, if you're new, thank you for uh, joining the madness. Uh, I hope you stick around. It's fun. Uh, you know, and just I hope you find it encouraging in any way, whether that's just a laugh or, you know, just grow closer to God. So, um, we really appreciate you guys listening. It's truly a blessing to me. I know it's a blessing to Todd. We talk about it a lot. So we really Absolutely. appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I echo everything he said. We love you guys. Those out there that are watching, watching, man. Those out there that are listening on the podcast, maybe you've never even watched the video. Um, we love you so much. Thanks for joining us. Hope to see you virtually. And by see, I mean not at all because you're, you're on a podcast. But <laughs> we uh, hope to man, connect with you every week and interact with you. And you can... Interact with us even from the podcast at www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. The Remnant is spelled R-E-M-N-A-N-T. So Mm -hmm. www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Shoot us a comment, um, thought, question, topic. Mm -hmm. We we get those. If you're watching from our Facebook feed, uh, you guys can interact with us in the comments below. The link will be above. Also, we'll have a link for the compassion. We'll throw that up there since sure. I mentioned it. www.theremnant.life slash compassion. Um, if this blessed you in any way, man, would you do us a favor and like, comment, and share? If you haven't liked our Facebook page, hey, join the movement. Hey, go, to, <laughs> go to the Remnant uh, Church here in Wilton County. Click that. Hit like, follow, see first. We appreciate it. Boom. Other than that, man, I think that's about it. We love you guys so much. We appreciate you. We're praying for you. Continue to pray mm. for our country, yes. for our government leaders. And hey, um, you know, let's be better. Let's let's be loving out there, and let's let's not be selfish, and let's band together even if we can't be together, and let's mm. beat this thing. Have a great day, and uh, man, uh, we hope. Man, I can't speak. Have a great day, and God bless you.